Round the Back is part of Podnose, the UK's leading independent entertainment podcasting network. For episode archives of Round the Back and all of the shows on the network, visit us at www.podnose.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at Podnose or send us an email via admin at podnose.com. Yeah, yeah, and really, all that all that was left was just sort of like a kind of like a puddle of this sort of red pulp, and um, yeah, the the pigs just they 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 ate it up real quick, and that was it, really. So the pigs were a worthy investment then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, yeah. The, how the, your grass must be knackered though. Oh, it's fucked. Yeah, yeah. The lawns, but, the lawns fucked, but but the amount I've got the away evidence with. is gone. Yeah. So yeah, every cloud. Exactly. Well, well done. Well, I'm glad you support that. I, I you know, I've I've told you these uh, that stories, is, and that I wonder is, whether you've had my back or not. But now I, you know, I appreciate yeah. Well, that. no, I'm, I'm more interested in your uh, techniques. But the the one thing about pigs is, um, which doesn't get flagged up very often, is um, pigs are efficient. Oh yeah. So yeah, that's probably the the one thing you've gained from this week, I guess. Pretty much. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so how are you, Dave? Yeah, what, I'm all right. What did you have for dinner? Uh, pigs, <laughs> no. Uh, well, actually, I had a um, I had a pasta dish. It was um, it was a uh, crab, chili, and rocket linguine. That sounds excellently fancy and middle class. It wa- really was, yeah. Yeah, it, uh, completely out of my comfort zone. Don't know what <laughs> I was doing. Bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> it was lovely, darling. I really enjoyed it. Good. Uh, and yourself? I had... just, uh, what do you have? People want to hear this. Uh, fuck it. What do you What do you have? Tradition, Dave. It's tradition. What did you have for traditionally? Dinner. I had a lamb stew with some of that um, tender stem broccoli. Oh yeah, that's that, good. That stuff, superfood. Superfood. Revelation, is it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. In that case, I'll eat it more. Eat it every day. Um, okay, that's an order. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, and it was nice. What do we normally say? Oh yeah, uh, normal things. Normal. Yeah. Yeah. What have you been up to? Anything interesting? Oh wow. Yeah. Today I went to uh, a a shop. Yeah. Uh, to look for a suit. Look for a suit. Yeah, I can't say what shop it was, but it it rhymes with um, sharks and Mensa. Frank Spencer. Yeah. Yeah. Sharks and Mensa. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you probably won't get it from that. But uh, mm, I got nothing. But I didn't get one because uh, you didn't. No. Well, you didn't go to buy one. You just said you went to look for one. I just went to look for one. I and found, you found it. You and probably I found home. a lot actually. Yeah, I found that. There it is. And then off I went. Successful went, then. Do you want it? I went no. But there it is. Well, See you came to look for it. Yes. That's what I said. So job done. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, packed show today. Packed, packed show. Packed episode today. Yeah, we've got our uh, obviously our usual starter of the news. News. And then Dave. And then we've got some some more news about a um, uh, a victim of the Premier League. Oh, yet another. <laughs> is he now the um, the tenth? Wasn't it the tenth victim? So fifty yes. percent of managers have changed. Yes. unbelievable. Uh, in the Premier League. In the Premier League, yeah. <laughs> uh, we've got a response to this from our very own Johnny Evans. Uh, we're going to look over this week's insane Champions Leagues. Oh, leagues, Champions Leagues is games is, which yes. has been very dramatic. 
And then we are going to hear again from uh, Sean and Steve Dyche. Yes. Uh, because obviously Burnley are high flying, doing so well, uh, over ex- uh, ex- exceeding expectations, I should say. Absolutely. And um, I've also got a little story about a football injury. Uh, so serious stuff there. Then we're going to have a little pun war, aren't we, yeah. on the way out? Yeah, we've got some follow-ons from the animal puns Ooh, yeah. uh, that we're going to talk about at the end and this time i won't trip over i have some yes that, pre-prepared well it's the way to be which is yeah. sort of you don't have to say pre-prepared do you just but prepared. that's sort of the, what the meaning of prepared pre-packed is. yeah pre-prepped if you pre-prepare i guess you're preparing to prepare in a way mm. for p- fail to prepare prepare to fail do you know who said i'm not going to do that again no. <laughs> uh, so uh <laughs> yes i said it just now uh so shall we dave shall we yeah let's just let yes Oh, so so news, oh news here, news there, and news everywhere. <laughs> it's getting harder every time to be to, to be just weird. Come up with something stupid, uh, yeah, yeah. It's amazing how difficult it is to be silly. Oh, I now know what you mean when you, <laughs> oh, when you look you at me and go, yeah. that face you pulled, what was that? Yeah, because uh, I just did it. You did? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I pulled your face. <laughs> what do you want that to? Anyway, um, here's some news. Yes. Would you like to go first, Dave? Sure. <laughs> sure. Okay. Oh, now, yes. Pray okay. continue. And action. Uh, headline is, man filmed having sex with ninth hole of golf course. Ninth hole? Ninth hole, yeah. No, not the seventh hole, you pervert. The ninth hole. He must have a wide gland. Well, not necessarily. It might just been flapping around in there like a sausage down an alleyway. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, this is from the Metro. Do you love golf? Yeah, Actually, yes. Yes, I know. Um, hopefully, you don't love it as much as this man. <laughs> <laughs> Who was filmed having sex with the ninth hole while pleasuring pleasuring himself with the flagpole? <laughs> oh, D- oh, what? Yeah. Well, the other end. So that was in there, and, and he, he was, was in, the... in that. Yes. Yes. Stephen Gayton, who was trying to complete the eighteen-hole course, noticed the man lying on the grass in the rain with his trousers around his knees. The man could be seen holding a six-foot flagpole at his bare rear end while filming himself at the Brackenwood Golf Course in Merseyside yesterday. Of course it was there. Yes. Stephen... Ke- why why say that? <laughs> no reason. Stephen can be heard in the clip saying, there's a fucking... There's a lad fucking himself. I'm not going to do the accent. <laughs> filming it on his phone. He's filming on his phone, fucking his own ass. Look at that. That's what he said. Amazing. About After about a minute, the man places the flag back into the hole and gets up from the ground before pulling his trousers back up. As he walks away, Stephen can be heard shouting, Bagsy ain't picking that flag out of that hole. <laughs> well, yeah, he's, you... a, he's a bit of a joker, this uh, this Stephen Gayton. Uh, the man can be seen looking around before casually walking off around the side of a bush. He, uh, he was on his own and it looked like he was doing it for a kick and filming himself doing it, Stephen said. From he wh- was filming the, the, the fucker, the guy fucking he the golf course. He was filming himself. He was filming himself. Yes. Whilst being filmed by this other guy. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Well, he's got a multi-camera edit it's, to do uh, then. Yeah. Make a TV show exactly, about it. Exactly, yeah. Um, from, where it, from where we was, <laughs> from where we 
were. From where we was. From where we was. From where we was. It looked like he had his penis in the hole while he had the flag in his backside. It's the most weirdest thing I've ever had the misfortune to see. Bloody hell. I don't think he was drunk because he was filming himself. There was only me and three other friends on the course. I think he thought he was there all alone. And when he realised we had spotted him, he was not bothered. <laughs> Scary to think there are a lot of kids around the area. God. Oh, that's Well, he probably it's... wasn't bothered because if you're going to, if you have the audacity yeah. to do that, surely you're some sort of voyeur and you want to be... Well, unless he thought it was a quiet day, I don't know. To watch and be watched. Uh, he goes on, very strange. Who knows what goes through people's heads? That's definitely a game of golf I will never forget. <laughs> you wouldn't really want to finish that ninth hole, would you? No. You, I probably wouldn't. I'd skip it. No. Maybe do the tenth hole twice to well, he, you know, keep the scorecard up. That's what he does say uh, at the end. All I can say is if my ball ever goes in the ninth hole at Brackenwood, it can stay there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sounds probably best. logical. Yes. Yeah. That, uh, that I don't understand that. And the, the holes, they're not mm. very deep, golf holes. No, what you saying? He was uh, so. So you're having a go at him now for that? Well, if he had a huge <laughs> member, yeah, not really much. He, I don't know. Am Maybe I... he might have just folded it over. Oh yeah, as as they as or he curled did. it. He might just curled round the. But no. but those flagpoles as well. Obviously, like you like it said, six foot long. They yeah. they often. I don't think are... it went all the way in. No, yeah, <laughs> but they're often very bendy as well. Yeah, that's what he likes with it. their own weight. Yeah, bit so they got a bit of give. You know. Uh, Operating that would be yeah. tricky. Operating that whilst shagging a, a, the hole and filming it. I yeah, mean, you've really got to you've got to applaud him in a way. I think we should, <laughs> yes. shall we? Yeah, hero of the week. Well done. Woo! Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's quite impressive in, in a in a sadistic way. Mm. Um, I wonder with with the, the with the flag, mm. whether it was inserted at the flag end or the hole end. Wh- which would you prefer if it were you? <laughs> That is a good question. Um, I'll tell you next time we go and play golf. Yeah, cool. Uh, sure. Is that the end of that That's, story? I think, yes, We sh- that should be the end. So as far and as it, it and it is go. the end. Oh, good. Yes. Okay, well, yeah, brilliant. Uh, well, uh, my my story, Dave, has a, a, a slight kind of political edge to it. Mm. Um, mm. Yes. Uh, it's from Indie100.com. Never heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe not entirely reliable, but um, as far as I'm aware, it's not fake news because of the pictures of this letter that's mm. in question. So the, the headline is, Conservatives apologise to elderly couple who was sent campaign letter addressed to Mr. Fucking Joking. <laughs> so yeah. the Conservative Party has been forced to apologise after an elderly man was shocked to receive a campaign letter addressing him as Mr. Fucking Joking. (laughs) (laughs) The letter, which appears to be signed by Theresa May, thanked Mr. You Must Be Fucking Joking for his support and asked for cash donations to the Tory campaign. (laughs) Brilliant. (laughs) It was shared on Twitter by Laura, who lives next door to the man and his wife in Streatham, South London. Um, Here's a tweet from them. Trying to argue they can run the country when they can't even work mail merge. My elderly neighbours were more than a little upset to be dressed to be addressed in this matter by the PM. Um, yeah, because his name is actually fucking having a laugh. Yeah, I mean, I can't joking. believe they got that. What? I'm, well, that's well, terrible. Yeah, <laughs> and it, and his name is his first name isn't you must be it's you can be. Yeah. So it's really disgusting that they took so little interest in the details of his name. 
That's typical conservative, that is. It is, isn't it, really? Uh, here's a, a quote from um, Laura, who is the one that posted it on Twitter. Sure. I was really surprised when I saw it. I've previously worked in a role that involves some direct marketing, and I can't believe that no one spotted this before it was sent. <laughs> yes, they did. They did. Someone <laughs> did it before it was yeah. sent. It just struck me as sheer incompetence on behalf of the Tories to not have any checks in place for this type of language. Uh, so she's worked in marketing, and she 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 fails to spot that that's been, that's deliberate. She must be fucking joking. Oh no, that's her neighbours, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Write that one down. So that's pretty much it. That's oh, pretty okay. much it. Fair, yeah. Fair yeah. But there is actually picture evidence of it in this article, so I think it's I think it's genuine. Would um, you if that was delivered for a year or two, would would you would you be annoyed or would you find it funny? Well, I, it would uh, it would it would only uh, back up my political views, so I wouldn't be annoyed. I think it'd be hilarious, yeah. and it would uh, distance me further from a Tory vote. But that's maybe a little oh, personal. Oh, <laughs> Re- please remain impartial oh, I for should. the benefit oh, of because our we're, viewers. We are essentially the BBC, so we shouldn't have a, a view on things. But um, big black cock, Tories are evil. Uh, yeah, so here we go. That's okay, my story. It's a good. It's a good one. Thank you. It's a good one. Uh, this my next story is from the Mirror. Okay. Um, you're going to like this. It's got a little bit of everything Ooh. that you like. Ooh. If I just say, well, should I say what's it? No, I'll read the headline first. Religious leader called Penis Bubba pulls car 100 foot using only his manford. Manford? <laughs> Which is his dog. Sorry, his manhood, a.k.a. his penis. Yes. His name so this is... has got religion... Penises and strength. Oh, oh yeah, all the, feats of strength. All the things you love. The three things that are, um, you know, listed high on my CV. Yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> you, wait, you You haven't got this on your CV. I can assure you. <laughs> Huge crowds flock to watch a religious religious leader appear to pull a car with his penis. The monk, known as Penis Baba, can be seen fiddling. <laughs> can be seen fiddling under his robes while he apparently attaches a rope to his private parts. After the white rope is tied to the car... Uh, Why is it relevant what colour the rope is? I don't know. After the white rope is tied to the car before he staggers backwards, pulling the heavy vehicle around 100 feet. 100 feet? Downhill, I hope. I mean, what? Oh, Seriously? I, I think something was going downhill after that. <laughs> A video shows hundreds of people gathering around to watch him in Harpur village of the Munga district of Bihar, India. One local said... The villagers said that Baba had... Do the accent? No. The villagers said that um, Baba had gone away to practice penance and knowledge in his childhood and he's returned. Practice penis? <laughs> yeah. And he's returned after years. Baba said, it is not art. It is the power of God. The power of devotion. Any person can go to any extent by, by doing devotion to God. Look at the state of it. <laughs> he didn't say that. So he's saying God is in my penis. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Right. God is everywhere. God is in his penis, on his penis. And he's adopted penis as his first name. Yes, because mm. I think I think that's his thing. Mm. <laughs> his penis pulling. Or put not penis pen- tugging. Penis tugging. Tugging <laughs> penis tugging something. Not him tugging the pe- That's the end of the story. And <laughs> his name is Penis Baba. Penis Baba. Is or it might be Penis Baba. Depends it could how you be. like Alibaba or yeah. Alibaba. Yes, it depends how you uh, penis where you're from, I suppose. I, d- I really it just does it just does it specify what religion he's leading? I think it's probably a made up one. Oh, like much most like of the them. others. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I say most. No, it doesn't. It doesn't specify what the religion is. Right. The religion of of um, p- penis. Right. Which is 
one that many people follow, actually. Religiously. <laughs> yes. Um, wow. Yeah, thank you. I'm not sure how to respond to that, but you're absolutely right. It's got a lot of different angles in there to <laughs> critique. Yeah. <laughs> yes, certainly. Yeah, and I hope he's still got uh, angles left after that. Um, don't really know what I mean by that. Mm. Now, Dave. Yes, now, Joe. We are moving into the realms of conspiracy news. <laughs> right. You went a bit horror there. Uh, yeah. yeah. Thriller. Thriller. Yeah. Um, okay. What have so, you got then? Uh, it's from my favourite conspiracy source. The Daily Express. Okay, yeah. The isn't weird that just section. their paper is pretty much that, isn't it? Yeah, essentially. It's yeah. all, yeah. That's a, that's so, a good summary, It's actually. all good stuff. It's all good stuff. <laughs> Had to be at least one in yeah. every episode. Uh, the title is, and I want you to remember the title as best you can. Oh, I will remember it. No, I'm listening. I'm not saying, I don't, I'm not, not meaning to suggest that you usually forget them. No. It's just, but I, it's just, I'm going to relate back to it at a very particular point in the article. I'm on it, mate. Okay. I'm on it. So, it's called, Forgotten a- it. <laughs> Forgotten it. Thank you. Uh, it's called Alien Proof. Buzz Aldrin and three other astronauts pass lie detector on UFO encounters. Oh, well, this changes things. So remember, Alien Proof. I will. Is what the article headline says. Yes, okay. yes. Buzz Aldrin, who is the second man to walk on the moon, and three other astronauts have passed lie detector tests. No names. <laughs> over claims they experienced alien encounters while in orbit. Right, it okay. It has been claimed. Well, they're, they're, they're the ones to know. Oh, yeah. Astronauts' accounts of alien sightings were examined under laboratory conditions, and all four astronauts passed the test, which was carried out using the latest technology, according to reports. Conspiracy news. Testing was said to be carried out by the Institute of Bioacoustic Biology in Albany, Ohio. Do what? The Institute of Bioacoustic Biology in Albany, Ohio. Thank you. Using complex computer analysis of the spacewalkers' voice patterns as they told of their extraterrestrial encounters. <laughs> Buzz Aldrin, who is 88, mm. which of course his age should have no bearing on this story, but it does, doesn't it? Yeah. Buzz Aldrin, who's 88, said he saw a UFO on the way to the moon. Mm. There was something out there that was close enough to be observed. Sort of L-shaped. He also shit himself during the interview, but we won't mention that. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Sorry. Bioacoustics' Shari Edwards. Shari Edwards said the test... Sh- sh- Shari? 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 Uh, it's Edwards. Shari? Yeah, that'll do. <laughs> <laughs> was that the, the, the nurse when he was In being home, born? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that'll do, yeah. Bioacoustics' Shari Edwards said the tests show Mr. Aldrin is certain... He saw a UFO. Okay, well. Okay. Yeah. But the astronaut said his logical mind cannot explain it, which is makes sense because it's an unidentified flying object, mm. not necessarily an alien. Uh, <laughs> Apollo 15 pilot Al Warden, who is 86, also claims to have seen aliens in a shocking Good Morning Britain interview. Ooh. Voice recordings of fellow NASA pioneers Edgar Mitchell and Gordon Cooper, who are now dead, were also analysed. Apollo 14's Mitchell claimed to have seen numerous UFOs, while Cooper described them chasing a cluster of objects. Right. So there's a few accounts here. Yeah. Um, so now I want to refer back to the title of this article. Okay. Yes. So the article was, sorry, the headline was Alien, Alien proof. proof. I remember it. Yeah. Alien Proof. You asked me to remember. Which suggests proof 
yeah. that aliens exist. Let me be honest with you, Joe. I haven't heard any yet. And now this article is about to go back on itself in that beautiful way that they all end up doing. Okay. okay. The results prove they were completely convinced of signs of alien life right. they claim to have witnessed. So it just proves that they think that it was aliens. Although the tests only prove the astronauts believe they're telling the truth, it does not necessarily prove alien life, obviously. No. <laughs> just... <laughs> Lie detector tests are one of the worst forms of evidence ever. Because mm. if the person thinks they're telling the truth, then it will, it will generate an answer, a response. It will generate data that says that they're telling the truth. Yes. And they, they might be telling something that's wrong, but they believe it to be true. Yes. So, which, it, which it is not, and therefore... It is a lie. Yes. Kill them. Yeah. <laughs> and they should be... Mildewed. Got, got, got rid of. Get, um, get the pigs. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, so the astronauts aboard spotted strange craters also on their way to the moon, which startled them and prompted strange discussions. Mm. However, the terminology the astronauts use has people believing they spotted evidence of aliens mm. in the craters. No. This is a quote from Mr. Aldrin. He said, That's a spectacular crater. Mr. Collins... This is just saying it's a brilliant... It's not saying... Okay. This is a dialogue, David. I'm sorry. Okay. Mr. Aldrin said, That's a spectacular crater. Mr. Collins replied, Boy, there must be nothing more desolate than to be inside some of those craters. Those conical ones. What's Mickey Mouse doing up there? Ah, oh, you know, they needed some <laughs> entertainment on their way to the yeah. moon. That's like, it takes okay. days, doesn't it? All the, all the, Mr. All Armstrong, the Disney characters are up there. <laughs> Mr. Armstrong continued, People that live in there probably never get out. So, uh, <laughs> people. <laughs> so he said, people that live in there probably never get out of this large crater. And of course, that sends conspiracy is, theorists. Is this wild. something they said back at the the time, or is this something they're saying now in the home? This is voice recordings of. <laughs> <laughs> yes, when the bedpans are getting changed. Yeah. Uh, no, this is voice recordings of them as they were orbiting the moon and and observing it. Yeah. Okay, they weren't just having a laugh while they're up there. Probably. Yeah, yeah, I probably, think that's yeah. what they were doing. Yeah. yeah, probably having a laugh now at us, at them, at the Where Express. Where are they? <laughs> so I've uh, I forgot earlier to uh, give you my favourite headline of the week without the story. Oh right, so I can just yeah, throw yeah. this in at the end yeah. if you don't mind. Yeah. Uh, good. No, morning. I don't mind. Good. Yes. Can I do it now? Uh, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for you to do. Okay. Thanks. It. Yeah. Good. Good morning, Britain's Kate Garraway wears favourite dress for third time. But did you notice? Do you know what, Joe? I would have probably noticed. I've got a... Th- I'm knowing I, you with your shirt numbers. No, listen, that. I have got a bit of a thing for Kate Garraway. <laughs> I'm not just saying that. You and know, it was only today that me and my wife were talking about Kate Garraway. That's kind of odd, isn't it, in a way? Yeah. In a Kate, oh, she's in well a Kate aware. Garraway. No, no, she's well aware of it. She's, she's, it's not a secret. I've always had... Even from the early days, the GMTV days. Well, I'm, um, I'm glad. So I'm glad you brought that up, <laughs> and I'll keep an eye on that. Yeah, a stern eye. Well, that's the end. Stern. Keen. A keen. Yes. Yeah, oh yeah. Mm. Oh, I'll be keen. All right. Don't you worry about that, you dirty old man. So, shall we move on yep. to the next bit, which yeah. is the, uh, well, where well, we're going to... Well, there's so much to, coming uh, up, we don't, we don't know where to start. No, it's just too... Well, we're going to talk about the Premier League. Oh, what's that? I David. It's, it's a submarine. <laughs> no, it isn't. It's a klaxon. <laughs> it's long, isn't it? Yeah, yeah you, you can stop it when you <laughs> oh, like. Oh, well, stop it now, then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
That is the sa- very sudden. <laughs> that is the um, that is the manager sacked Claxon. Yeah, we change the name of it every time. The sacked manager Saxon. Who's been sacked? Clax Saxon. Alan Pardew. <laughs> Alan Pardew. Let's keep talking over each other all evening. West Brom's Alan Pardew has, I, I guess I could say, finally been sacked. At yeah, the, the... sacked or mutual consent. Well, I, the, I mean that it's sort of a misnomer. Those two things, aren't they? They kind of mean the same thing. You it, say potato, I say potato. Yeah, you say tomato. I don't think you do. I, I say. I say tomato. No thanks. I hate tomatoes. But so do I. They give me. They give me acid. Yeah, mm. <laughs> Alan Pardew, <laughs> though. Yes, he's left West Brom. He's left West Brom. Uh, like you say, mutual consent sacking. Really, at the end of the day, means no different to the West Brom team, the players, and the fans. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Well, we we have our thoughts on it. Do we? Actually, I'm not sure I do have any thoughts on it. <laughs> but I know a man who does. <laughs> oh, yes. We did speak to uh, the West Brom's captain, Johnny Evans, uh, to find out how they're all dealing with it. Didn't we? We did. And here is us talking to him earlier. Johnny Evans is back with us once again. Hello, Johnny. How are you? How are you going, mate? Yeah, very good. Uh, of course, you are here with Dave as well. Hello, Johnny. Hello. How are you? I'm not too bad myself. How's, how's you going? Oh, yes. Pretty good, thank you. Sweet, oh, lovely. We've got all the pleasantries out of the way. Now, we're desperate to know, Johnny, how things are since, of course, your manager, Alan Pardew, has been sacked. Um, so, my first question would be, who's your bet for the new manager? Well, I've got my ear to the ground, boys, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm but sort of scoping both out is. a few <laughs> names. What? Is he fucking... Is he slagging me off? <laughs> <laughs> No. Please continue, Johnny. <laughs> right, so I've got me, I've fucking ear to the ground, lads, and, and I've, I've scoped out a few names, boys, and uh, you know me, like, I, I like to keep everything sort of stoom, you know? Mm. So, uh, there's a, there's a, there's a fella, you know, he's, uh, he's another foreign lad. Now, you oh. know I have trouble, trouble with the foreign lads, but this fella, he's, um, he's, his English is pretty good. I call him, uh, it's a Sergio Frahile. Sergio Frahile. Oh, Sergio Frahile. Yeah. Frahile. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think I'm pronouncing that right. Frihile. Right, okay. Or Frihilo. Some right. shit like that, I don't know. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he's the boy. I've, um, he was, um, <clears throat> he was, uh, uh, Honduras under 11s, um, uh, manager there for a while, and they've had a very good fucking run, so. Um, right, yeah. yeah I'm in, and we're, we're, we're going to see what he's like. Honduras under 11s. Are you sure that's yeah. not a bit too, I mean, is, is he going to be, is he too big a star for West Brom? I mean, is, is he taking a step down there, surely? Well, I mean, you know, you have to start somewhere, boys. Um, I I remember starting in Northern Ireland, um, and I'm fucking I'm actually still in Northern Ireland as well. So, um, you know, start I, somewhere and and continue on that on that place. But uh, I'm sort of plucking this boy out and seeing what he can do for us. You know, right? So, okay, yeah, okay, <laughs> good. Next question. <laughs> that sort of poses more questions <laughs> yeah. than it, but yeah, we'll move on. Um, so my second question: How is the mood in the changing room since he's left? Oh. Um, well, as you know, lads, I spend most of my time in, with the linesman because. Uh, <laughs> what? Oh, in your in your separate changing room, of course. There's, yeah. there's only so many. Places in between in games, the... in between games, you're with you're still with the linesman. Well, the boys keep saying to me, like, you know, it, it's um, it's a very small changing room, so they haven't the room for me. So, and I've obviously the large the largest personality, so they've given me the you know the, the, in there with the linesman. It's pretty spacious. It's got a microwave and all. 
A microwave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Why? Not too bad. Oh, it's to warm up Johnny's milk before he oh, plays. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, of course. So so you don't know what the mood is like, I guess, then. You know what your mood is like. How's your mood? I'm relaxed. I have um, a cup of soup in the microwave at the halftime and a few Couldn't oranges. give a shit. Them. And <laughs> it's, uh, it's grand. Like, I can hear the sort of jeering uh, and, and sort of shouting from the from the thing. I can't tell if it's good or bad, though. You know, it's that kind of shouting that you don't know if it's good or bad. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do know what you mean. Just loud. 50-50. Well, perhaps as club captain, you should uh, consider changing that situation. Um, my third and final question... <laughs> Uh, what did Alan Pardew say to the team on his way out? Did he give a farewell speech? Did he take you aside, put his arm around your shoulder and, and, and you know, congratulate or thank you for your hard work or anything like that? What did he say on his way out? Well, once again, I wasn't in the in the locker room at, at the time, but one of the boys um, uh, gave me a video of it. Okay. And, um, <laughs> it's, it's basically just him going, aha, aha, uh, a lot. Right, uh, right, okay. Yeah, so um, it was I mean, definitely. I the fucker had a TV show, and oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, here, some, some. Fu- he had a wife called Lynn, or or a, a, a some. I don't know, some shit. I don't know. A PA, but, uh, perhaps. It was. It was fucking. Yeah. It was. It was a long. There's three or four series of it, lads. Uh, uh, it was a fucking wow. long. Thing. Right. He really milked it then. Fucking ready it. Okay. Right. Okay. So. <laughs> Very well. That's clarified a lot yeah, of things for me. Definitely, um, definitely, more about yourself than West Brom, really. But um, mm. yeah, um, it's always good to get the 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 inside, the man on the inside, absolutely, uh, or the outside. Well, you're, probably, you're not going to get it from Eddie Belletz, are you? So you know. that's that's that is actually true. Well, <laughs> captain of West Brom. I mean, there, I there it is. Couldn't, couldn't be it. Like not even a big stick. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you once again for joining us, Johnny. Um, we have also been discussing actually getting you into the studio for a, a an episode soon. I wonder if you'd be interested in that. Well, as long as the um, as the money's right, lads, uh, I'll be anywhere. I'll go to the fucking opening of a ladder if the money's right. Sounds like a footballer. <laughs> okay, Johnny. Well, thank you for joining us. Uh, we'll be good in luck. touch soon. And good luck to West Brom in their pretty dire situation. All right, boys. Mind yourselves, man. Cheers, Johnny. See you later. Bye now. Well, uh, <laughs> just, I very, mean, you phone, you try and get some sort of insight. We're getting some sort of insight. Oh, yeah, of course it was. But, <laughs> never quite what you expect. No, is a way no. I'd put that. Uh, but but conversational and very open and uh, honest as always. Yeah, definitely, definitely honest. Oh yes. Um, so I believe now you're going to well, discuss but, the situation. Yeah. So I'm good. We talked about Alan Pardew before. So I'm going to call this section. I beg your Pardew. Oh, that's brilliant. That I, I, I've done this before. We talked about Alan Pardew before. I had some Alan Pardew facts. Uh, Warped anal. What? Yes. His name is uh, an anagram. Sorry. His anagram. An anagram of his name is Warped anal. Uh, also talks about his anagram is a name. Yes. <laughs> uh, I also told you a little bit, few facts about him that he's married to a Swedish lady, and they go to mm-hmm. IKEA. Uh, to celebrate their wedding anniversary and eat meatballs. To celebrate his meatballs, yeah. Uh, that also he has one foot bigger than the other. Yeah, and uh, his sandy toes. Put sand in his boots. Um, so we've got some more facts. We, you've got a fact, and I have got a fact yeah. also about Alan Pardew. Yeah. Um, so would you like to go first? You want me to go first? Yes, sure. Go okay, first. sure. So uh, I got this... Uh, well, I won't reveal my sources for this, actually, to be honest. No, never do. It's a very personal thing, and uh, it's just a strange sort of OCD... Uh, 
kind of thing. Okay. Um, apparently, Alan Pardew has kept all his toenail clippings since 1985 in burgundy Tupperware boxes with pink bows on them in a uh, yellow self-storage facility in Stevenage. <laughs> Very detail-specific. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess that's so he knows where they are within all the storage. Right, yeah. 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 That would be a lovely surprise for anyone discovering that, wouldn't it? Yeah. Not really. Not really, no. Moving on. Yeah, next fact. Um, <laughs> this is a historical <laughs> fact. Um, Alan's grandfather, Peter, started a fruit juice company in the 1940s, uh, introducing Britain to the taste of pear for the first time. For the first time? For the first time. A the pioneer. Fam- the famous drink was called Peter Pardew's Pear Juice. Brilliant. Pear juice. Yeah. Excellent. That's all I've got. Peter, Peter Pardew's Pear Juice. Amazing. So there you go. That's your uh, Alan... Uh, Pardew facts. Uh, another fact, actually, is that Alan Pardew's middle name is Scott. Scott? Yes. Alan Scott Pardew. So what I have done is, uh, last time I did some, obviously some, well, I did a, a anagram, an anagram of his name, which came out as Warped Anal. Warped Anal, yeah. But this time I've included his middle name, Scott. Brilliant. So, I've got a few here. They don't really make a lot of sense. Uh, but they are all words. <laughs> they okay. are all words. Yes. That's good. So the first, are the English words. Yeah. Oh yeah. So the first one is uh, towards placenta. <laughs> Brilliant. Does that include all of the letters? Yes, all of the letters. That's excellent. Yeah, yeah. Towards placenta. Yeah. Okay. Um, the next one is um, Alan swatted crap. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Oh. I don't know if that means you're you're you know you're Swatting up on crap, or you're twatting it away. Swatting it away. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, um, out of his jocks. Yeah. The next one is um, actor dealt prawns. <laughs> so maybe <laughs> before before the curtain goes up, he's just handing around the prawns, just dealing them out. Yeah. It's like uh, you know slices of orange before a football yeah, game. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what is that a thing in, in the acting world? Oh, very much in the theatre. Yeah. What the thesps do? Oh, very much. In it, yes. Uh, dealing out the prawns. Seafood always. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Alpaca drown test. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Which I think is like what they used to do with the witches. <laughs> they started weird, Dave, but they've they've really descended down this slope of weirdness, which I'm really enjoying. You like the last... This is the very final one. Is it the weirdest, in your opinion? It's... Yeah, because it... <laughs> I mean, if you ever received this in the post, then... You, you should go into a witness protection program. Yes. Okay. Wet anal postcard. <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> oh, good God. <laughs> oh, no. Ooh. The mind literally is playing boggle Ooh. right now. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Blimey, oh. blimey. Oh. I'm not sure what to make of that. I'm really not. I think just just uh, don't dwell on it. We've done it now. Move on to and, and just don't think about it. Yes. Maybe revisit in a week or something. See how you feel about them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. So, yeah. I know what we can talk about. Well, it's been a fantastic oh, week of European fixtures. Exciting and amazing. Somewhat. And surprising and... Fantastical. And magical. And unlikely. And unsettling. Unpredictable. Yes. What are we talking about? The Champions League. 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 Yeah, <laughs> so good. It gets better every week. So these were the second legs of all the quarterfinal games. They were. 
Um, I've got all the details in front of me. I can. I'm happy to rattle through them. Oh, oh, oh! Be my. I'm sure guest. everyone is well aware of what happens, but let's do it anyway for the sake of procedure. <coughs> Man City one, Liverpool two. Liverpool win five one on aggregates. Correct. Roma three, Barcelona nil. Aggregate four four. Roma win on away goals. Unbelievable. Mm. Bayern nil, Sevilla nil. The aggregate score was 2 1 to Bayern. The last game Real Madrid 1, Juventus 3. Aggregate 4 3 to Real Madrid. Now, unbelievable, Jeff. That That is the one we've got to focus on, I think. It sure is, yeah. I mean, first of all, well done to Liverpool beat Man City at Man City. Brilliant. Yes, we, we went back to the pub for the second leg with, with Henry the Keyboard Warrior and number one fan Dan. However, we decided not to make any recordings this time because I forgot to put it in my pocket. No, that wasn't the reason. <laughs> no, it was, it I was... mean, intentionally. Because oh. I forgot to put it in my pocket because we decided not to yeah. do the... It was just unbroadcastable, the kind of language that was... It, anyway. Mm. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, and nothing to say. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Real Madrid... Uh, they beat Juventus 3-0 yep. in Turin mm-hmm. in the first leg. Along comes the second leg. You're thinking, well, that's it, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And Juventus are a great team, but come on. 1-0, Juventus, Mandzukic. 2-0, Juventus, Mandzukic. Mandzukic. 3-0, Juventus, Matuidi. You're thinking, come on. this what What's going on here? The world's gone mad. The world's gone mad. What did you think? I thought the world had gone mad. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I thought the world had gone mad, and that's it. Turn the off, not having it. <laughs> then what happened? Then. Uh, I would like no one knows. <laughs> yes. I think it was Lucas Vazquez. Sure, it was one of them. Got the ball in the box in the 93rd minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, and who else but big old Medi Benatia arrives behind him. Of course, desperate to avert a goal, to block his shot. Mm-hmm. But as a result, came straight through the back of him. And he was, at the time, I believe he just like brought up his right leg ready to swing. So at that moment, he's essentially one-legged and most likely to be pushed over with Mm. contact from behind. And that's what Bonatia did. He was like a flamingo. It was a correct penalty. I was just going to say, for you, penalty. 100%. Yeah, okay. 100%. Just you, a hundred, just a hundred though. Yeah, yeah. no more. Um, no, okay. I'll, I'll leave it there for you, just for, just to appease you. And then it all kicks off. Players going mental, not literally, but maybe yeah. some of them will after this. Who knows? Um, I'm sure they have some sort of debriefing. Uh, Buffon, in particular, the goalie lost his shit. Yes, totally lost it. And then the referees went bye bye. Well, yeah, uh, Michael Oliver, firstly, all respect. It's Michael Oliver, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Uh, all respect Mr. for him Oliver. for, for awarding award, award a penalty. Yeah, he's English. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this was Sammy Kadira talking. Oh, right, so. okay. Uh, yeah, all respect for him for awarding the penalty because of the... Um, magnitude. Yes. Yes, the magnitude, the grandiose nature of the situation. <laughs> yes. Um, being the 93rd minute and being 3-3, this, this insane comeback. Yeah. Um, but he was right to do so. He's yes. absolutely right to do so. Yes. It was a penalty. And, you know, it was the fault of Medi Benatia for making the foul. It was. And um, so that was that. Uh, obviously, who else? Ronaldo stepped up to take the penalty, scored, celebrated with his top off again, which I love because he's a fine specimen of a man. It's quite a uh, an arrogant celebration, isn't it? I like it. I think that's that's part of his appeal. 
That's what does it for me. It's very childish, though, for me. That's also what does it for me. Well, no, actually, no, let me rephrase it. It's that not the sound childishness. <laughs> Let's talk about something else. Let's talk about Buffon. Yeah. He wasn't happy before the... Well, he was happy before the penalty. He wasn't happy immediately after the penalty. He wasn't happy... He wasn't happy after the game. No. Um, and he didn't really hold back. He had quite a bit to say. He sure did. There's quite a long uh, quote from him. And, and we have been blessed by being able to get in touch with him this week. Yes. And... Uh, we got him to. We basically sent in the transcript of what he said, and we got him to record it and send it back to us. And, and this is what we got. It was a tenth of a penalty. Uh, I know the referee saw what he saw, but it was a certainly a dubious incident. Eh? Not a clear cut. And the dubious incident in the 93rd minute when we had a clearer penalty tonight in the first leg, you can award a penalty at this point, eh? The team gave its all, but a human being cannot destroy the dreams that like that in an extraordinary comeback in a dubious situation. Clearly, you cannot have a heart in your chest but a bag of rubbish. On top of that, I don't have the character to walk on the pitch like this in a stadium like this. You can sit in the stands with your wife or your kids, uh, having a drink or eating the crisps, eh? English pig dog. You cannot ruin the dreams of the team. I could have told the referee anything at that moment, but he had to understand the degree of the disaster he was creating. If you can't handle the pressure and have the courage to make a decision, then you should just sit in the stands and eat your crisps. <laughs> and that was Buffon responding to the incident, and he's yeah. obviously still pretty cut up about it. Yeah, yeah. You know, obviously, I didn't realise that crisps were so popular at football matches in Italy. Do you think he's got a weird thing about crisps? He kept going on about the crisps, didn't he? Why would you? Why would that be on your yeah. mind at that moment? Is he, was going, he just yeah, Why did he just sit in the sands eating crisps? Oh, oh. love crisps. Oh, oh, yeah, but the game. Oh, bloody angry about that. <laughs> Cheese and onion, though. Mm. Yeah, he, he was obviously pretty cut up about <laughs> I, he it. He sounded um, emotional mm. in that. Totes emotional. Especially really. um, during all that, he was playing that that sad bit of music as well on the piano. I think he's... Which a, I thought was a bit much in all the interviews, him carrying that piano around to play that every time he spoke. Well, it's obviously a, a method of him to relieve stress, to sort of um, turn his his response into something musical. Yeah. yeah. He's kind of an accomplished, accomplished pianist. Yeah. Somewhat. Uh, he is, yes. He's, he's got an accomplished... He is an accomplished pe- pianist. Penis. Well, there's your Champions League. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, sorry, Buffon, but you're out, mate. Because yeah. the uh, the draw has been done today for the semi-finals. Before you discuss that, can I just bring in an interesting fact? No, you cannot. Okay, good. No, please do. So Zidane... No. Yes. <laughs> Zidane ended his playing career with a red card versus Buffon in the 2006 Ooh, World Cup. Right? right. Buffon has now effectively ended his Champions League career with a red card versus Zidane's Zidane. Real Madrid. Ah, karma. Mm, cardma. If you believe in that. Cardma. Cardma. Red cardma. Very good. Very anyway, good. please carry on. No, I was just saying, you know, the semi-finals are out, so... In it. What are they, Dave? Oh, you want to know? Okay. <laughs> well, Liverpool will be playing Roma. Roma, of course, the team that Mohamed Salah was playing for last season. Mohamed Salah. Yes. So that'll be interesting. Uh, it'll be interesting because he's going to score, obviously. Yeah, he will scores. Will he celebrate? He scores all the time. Mm. 
and the another huge juicy one by Munich Real Madrid. Oh, I believe they've um, haven't they faced off twice in finals in the Champions League, yeah. and Real Madrid have come out winners both times. I believe. Absolutely, at least once. Absolutely, <laughs> yes. Um, so that'll be an interesting one. Um, Bayern are, to me, they they're one of those teams where their domestic form is always ridiculous. Well, they've good. won the league already, haven't they, for the like seventeenth time in a row? Yeah, it's extraordinary. Two six nil wins back to back. Yeah, get lost. But they are one of those. They're like a tournament team where they can have a bad game but just ground out a win. So mm. they're an interesting one, and they've got um, James Rodriguez in their side, former Real Madrid player. Yes, and, of course, and Arjun Robin. Arjun Robin and Francuca Ribery. Yeah, and some other guys as well. David Alibaba. Yes. They've got. Penis Baba. Penis Baba. <laughs> <laughs> Penis Alaba. <laughs> and, and others, among and others. Et al. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So we look forward to those. We'll keep you posted on those games. You'll be watching them anyway. What am I on about? You don't need us. Yeah. Uh, right, next. Oh, well. European football. It's, uh, it's still a topic of conversation for some, or one, Premier League team. Yes, the Premier League team that will be new to, well, sort of new to yeah. Europe. Yes. The last time I believe they played in the European competition was in the 66-67 season. Yeah, before my time. Yeah. Just a tad. It was not in my day because <laughs> I wasn't born. Yeah. Correct. Uh, correct. Thank you, yes. <laughs> you yeah. are correct. I'm that correct wasn't about my, birth, my own birth. Yes, <laughs> um, yes it's, it's of course uh, Burnley. And uh, Burnley. Sean Dyfe and his little brother, Steve. There he is. Uh, yes, we got a statement from them earlier, and it's uh, Sean Dyche and Steve Dyche discussing their, um, well, the prospect of getting into the Europa League for next season. Yeah. And here they are discussing it. We're not the real deal. We know every time that whistle blows, the match is on a knife edge. We're not going out every weekend thinking we're all going to roll through the Premier League. We're not going to roll through the Premier League, are we? We have to earn everything we can, and that's been good for the group. It's been good for all the group. But whatever comes our way, we will continue to be adaptable and flexible. That's been the key for all of my time here. Always have a flexible key. (laughs) We've been breaking down barriers all the time. There has been an open-mindedness to keep learning and keep progressing. That has been important. The great thing for me is that the club bought into Bigger Picture 2. Yeah, Bigger Picture 2 is better than Bigger Picture 1. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Whenever my day comes, I'll leave the club considerably better than when I got here. And I will also leave. I'm right with him. Yeah, and there's uh, Sean and Steve. Uh, Sean's had something in his throat there more than he usually does, I think. Yes, he's been eating more worms. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that reference. Please, it was an he's interesting a, story. He's a worm eater. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's, a, that's a good one. He's got his little song there. Yeah. 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 Uh, that was literally top of my head thank you so I'm making up for my lack of puns off the top of my head from last week well don't you listen you've got time to redeem yourself believe me well I've pre-prepared my redemption anyway you've got a an injury story for us I believe have I Mr. Davide yes I have can I have a sort of an uh, an ouch sound effect please just from the mouth from the mouth yes not from the uh... no not that again no no I said never no, again no, no, last no, no, time no. didn't I yeah come on 
You want it now? Yeah. That's very good. Thank you. Okay. Method. This is a story from a website called Who Ate All That Pies. Torino Stewart has spleen removed after being struck by a wayward Antonio Candevra free kick. Oh my God. Yes. Wayward, was it? Way- it was wayward. So, sorry, did you say he's a keeper? No, he's a steward. A steward? Oh my <laughs> yes. God, it was, I don't know where I got goalkeeper from. No, he, you, it must have been very wayward then. It was way, way wayward. And he had his spleen removed. He had it removed. One of Torino's matchday stewards has had to have his spleen removed after being hit by the ball during last Sunday's 1-0 win over Inter Milan. Bloody hell. Marco Rapisada was duly admitted to Martini Hospital in Turin, where he underwent emergency surgery to remove the ruptured organ. Um, Inter winger Antonio Candevra walloped a 25-yard free kick clear over the crossbar, which smacked into the back of the unsuspecting Rapisada, who was facing away from the pitch. And it ruptured his spleen. <laughs> yes. That sounds like a joke. I know. That doesn't happen. I mean, um, I've been hit in the stomach or the back point blank with powerful shots before. He must be so unlucky. What should I say? It's not true. No. Um, according to the Calcio Mercato, the steward managed to finish his shift at the ground before going to hospital th- the following day. That's commitment, that is. After it? yeah, after being checked over and closely monitored, doctors found out that his spleen had been damaged by the ball and decided to remove it through surgery. Apparently, a delegation from Torino have been to visit Rapisada in hospital, where he continues to rest and recuperate. So, is the spleen an irrelevant organ then? We can we can survive okay without our spleen. You're asking me. I am. Um, our medical expert. Let me. Oh, is it? I'm just. Um, yes. No. Oh, good. Yeah. So he'll be okay then. Sure. And he got hit in the back with a wayward free kick. I. Mm -hmm. I don't really know how to respond to that. Could be fake news. Could be. I did did get you last week. I know. I'm not saying it is because I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But it was written down. And for you, that's all that matters, right? Exactly. Yes. Yes. Now, um, last week, Joe, I gave you and Henry Christopher some animal football puns. You did. And... Uh, the next day, I heard from number one fan Dan, yeah, <laughs> who couldn't resist but sending me his own list of uh, animal football pon- puns. Ponts, yes. yes. Um, so I've got a list of Dan's number one fan Dan's animal puns. Brilliant. Now I know you've got a few. I do because um, at the time you, I don't want to yes, embarrass you, but you couldn't think of any. I just you couldn't. Just, you get just there. couldn't do it. Just couldn't get there. But now you've had a good week. <laughs> <laughs> have a think. <laughs> I promise you, I did them in the last two to three hours. Okay, sure, <laughs> sure. Of course you did. So, um, do you want to go through these? Do you want to do you want to play a little back and forth? Yeah. How many have you got? Please, uh, but by the, uh, please, it's crucial that you remember that I can. These are not mine. I'm not taking credit for these. These are Dan's. So, if you think they are good, uh, then you can contact Dan on his mobile number, which is <laughs> Osams and all the threes one nine nine. And then a small A at the end. With a six. Yes. Uh, so his first one is Paolo Swanchope. Yes. Or Paolo Swanchop. Very good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Very yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. My turn? Your turn. Yeah. Henrik Mkhitaryans. <laughs> yeah. Me- plural. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Paul Incy Wincy Spider. <laughs> 
which I love because it's <laughs> it's creative. It's isn't a nursery it? rhyme. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's very good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my one. Yes. Yan Vertong Hen. <laughs> yeah, it's there. Yeah. It works. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bat Leticia. Oh, that's that's just beautifully simple. That yeah, isn't it? very the old well, one letter. A lot change. like Dan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's not here. <laughs> yeah. Say it. Say it how it is. <laughs> okay, here's my third one. Nemanja Ma ticks. Ticks, as in the insect. Right. Ticks. Okay. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. 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 Move. Yeah. Go. Yeah. Move on. Move on. Yeah. Yeah. Jordan Pigford. Oh, that's again. That's a really nice simple got the, one. He's got it yeah, in there. Pigford, he, yeah. yeah, yeah. Fernandin horse. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I knew that one would tickle you. <laughs> what? Because the letters work. I've just added R S E on the end of Fernandinho. <laughs> okay. Fernandin horse. Okay. A for effort. A for effort. G <laughs> uh, sung lark. Oh yeah, yeah. Good. They, they yeah. are good. I it? like the ones that aren't a. Um, not like saying horse, or but but they're like hen or lark. They're yeah. like a type of. They're sort of a subcategory within an animal. Oh uh, yeah, they're not as important to you. <laughs> That's no. such a weird way to yeah. say that. You are a sub animal. <laughs> you lark. Uh, ooh. <laughs> I won't have any of that lark in it. No, no, no. no, 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 no. Stop there. Is, is it my turn? Yes. <laughs> Jose Hale bass. And there's another one for you. Bass. It's bass. a type of fish. It is. It is. Yeah. Um. <laughs> thank you for. Clarifying. Explaining it to me, just in case I wasn't fish up to my speed on fish. Fish aware. Fish aware, yeah. Uh, Jorginho Rhinold... Rhinoldum. I can't even say that one. Rhinoldum. Rhinoldum. Yeah? That's good. Yeah. Rhinoldum. Again, again, not my work, please. You don't want to lay claim to any of them, do you? No, not... Well, one of them's pretty good, but I might save that one for next week. Dan, please comment on this episode with your response to that. Um... You ready? Oh, I'm ready. Jordan, I, you. <laughs> yeah, it's good. <laughs> you, yeah, I, I, yeah. There's a pattern here. Yes. <laughs> yes, there is. Um, oh, this is good because he's got two animals in here. Okay. Shark Noble. Shark Noble. Shark Mark Noble. Bull. Noble. Ah, brilliant. Yeah. Shark Noble. Noble. Yeah. That's very good. Very good, isn't he's it? He's been the source of a few puns, hasn't he? Mark Snowball. Yes. Shark Noble. He's got one of them names that you can just play with. <laughs> it's punificating. Uh, <laughs> ben Meerkat. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because you just added on the end. Or a cat. Yes. Yeah. Or yeah. a cat. Yes. <laughs> this is probably my... One of this might be my favourite out of all of them of so Dan. far. Oh, oh. Of, of so far, yeah. How dare you? Because it's Ikeka Seahorse. It's good, isn't it's it? So good. That is good. I mean, I don't. I mean, Dan's Kasi sitting horse. there now, really loving this. He must be chuffed. Yeah. yeah, we won't get him on again. Yeah, really tickling his ego there. Tickling something. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's my turn. Yes. This is my final one and my favourite of mine. Okay. Okay. You're allowed that. Roberto Firmino. <laughs> That is good, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like that one. Thank you. Uh, he's also got here um, Lionel Messi. Oh, this which is just not name, even changed a thing. No. Like it. Is that it? Yeah, no, it's your turn. I've done. Oh, you're done. I'm well, done. Dan's got one more, but to be honest, I can see he was running out of ideas here. <laughs> 
Um, I'll, okay, I'll just read it as it's written. Do it. Um, horses go nay, Mar Junior. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh okay. my God. Put the pen down, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Time for bed. Um, uh, thank you, Dan. Thank you, Joe, for yours as well. Thank you, Finally. Dan. Oh, Finally. It's taken me a week, but you know, I caught up. I caught up. Yeah. Well, so there you have episode 58. 58. <laughs> wow. 58th hour. 58th. We're nearly at 60. Are we doing anything special for that? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it in opposite chairs. Oh, my. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, whoa. Hold on a whoa. minute. Whoa. Um, no, we should think of something slightly alternative, perhaps. What's 60 when you get. Is it 60? Is that your golden anniversary or your silver? Yes. One of them. We'll find out what it is and yes. we'll do something related to that. Okay. Yes. Yeah. It's just an idea. All right. All right. All right. We, we can we can mull it over after. Yes. <laughs> that means no, everyone. <laughs> well, thank you very much for joining us once again. You're welcome. Uh, that's 58 hours of around the back. Um, is that a good thing? I don't know. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> please uh, head over to our website, roundtheback.com. Uh, you can comment on our blog style posts, uh, which are the episodes. Uh, your comments welcome, suggestions welcome. Yes. Uh, head over to iTunes, give us a review there. Um, a minimum of five stars, of course. Um, oh, come on. Th- these are iTunes reviews are enormously helpful in um, kind of putting us towards the front of the queue in the now very saturated podcast market. So we'd very much appreciate that. Uh, well, Dave. Um, you can get us on Overcast and Castbox. You can find us on Podnose, which is a network of podcasts. Yes, uh, we're on there as are others. And you can also find us on Facebook. No, oh, yes, and Twitter, and Twitter at roundthebackpod.com. Not dot com. No, no just, forget it. Yeah, it's the handle. You know how you know how the handles work, kids. Yeah. Um. Yes. Mm, yes and that's us isn't it dave that's yes. us we're out of here see you kids take care now and all the best to Bye-bye. you and yours oh yeah bye bye yeah yeah